If there's one really good thing about the internet is that you get exposed to different perspectives if you choose. And one of the things I come across on social media is the different spiritual perspectives and (laughs) among all the excessive noise it's wonderful how things do emerge if you look for them you know that that one little pearl after opening up so many oysters and I came across a podcast from um the people that put on the Bible for normal people, they interviewed Rain Wilson, who has a new book out called Soul Boom. And he was talking about his faith, the Baha'i faith, which I didn't really know much about, but he was explaining what he believes. And I thought, well, that's, that's really the core of many, the essence of many different spiritual traditions and what happens so many times is that we lose that core and focus too much on the shell and we become too attached to that shell and and fail to grow spiritually and so it's 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 like we become attached to the disciplines and don't know it's that letter of the law that Jesus was talking about that doesn't really cause fuel for our spiritual growth it's what we like to be in this spiritual complacency and that in my opinion can cause a lot of people to become bad examples for people who say that they're spiritual but not religious because on the other hand people who are spiritual but not religious will really catapult in their faith um, and and get many spiritual breakthroughs that someone who has very is very contracted in their beliefs however on the spiritual but not religious side there is that need for a little bit of structure that so that you're not being led down a path that brings no that doesn't bring growth it just leads to a dead end and you don't have a machete to cut your way through and that's where a lot of spiritual traditions kind of merge with the self-help traditions where self-care, self-love, 
self-esteem can easily morph into self-indulgence and narcissism. And that idea of the American dream can easily become convoluted into this effort of self and this me and I and the need to be better than someone else, the competitiveness. And that's why we see so much of that discrepancy between the rich and the poor. And yet, there's so many people who are very, very rich who still need self-help because they're wondering why they aren't happy. So they're deluded into believing that if they just had this and this and this, then they could be happy. Yet it's not anchored in the transcendent, the recognition that all this self-help is, is all about service and dissolving self-transcendence, dissolving that self. And I've been studying the Bhagavad Gita again. And it really is very kind of in your face about a lot of spiritual traditions that lead more into self-indulgence rather than selfless service. And I'll use the Aknath Eswaran. And so he believes it's about action. The world is about action. We need to be engaged in selfless service. Selfless service. We need to be continually working towards something greater than, than who we are. So listen to this. Those who abstain from action while allowing the mind to dwell on sensual pleasure cannot be called sincere spiritual aspirants. So I know lots of times we get too caught up in meditation and prayer and we think that we don't have to do anything. But to a certain extent we are called to some sort of service to the world. So this idea of needing to feel something in prayer and to feel something just so we can become more self-involved is not really what it's all about. But Krishna continues, but they excel who control their senses through the mind, using them, using these senses for selfless service. 
So he continues, selfish action imprisons the world. Selfish action imprisons the world. So in other words, we have many efforts. We have these ideas like, oh, I just want to, we have these promises. You can do this if you, you could just live out your dreams and, and have whatever you desires. And Krishna and many other spiritual traditions say, whoa, 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 hold on. It's no, 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 no. Because if your dream, if fulfilling your dream means that someone else has less, then that imprisons the world. Think about that. If your dream, if fulfilling your dream means someone else has less, then it's really not a dream of the world. It is a dream to help you become more self-involved. It, in, it encourages, fulfills your ego. And really, that's not what it's all about. And Krishna continues, all human desires are fulfilled by the devas, the god, these, these energies who are pleased by selfless service. And here's the catch. But anyone who enjoys the things given by the gods without offering selfless acts in return is a thief. Think about all the people who are rich, all the people who are hashtag blessed with a lot, with abundance, and who aren't giving back to the world, are stealing from the world. So think about what you have and what you can give. Think about what you, you desire and how fulfilling that desire can give back to the world. Mm-hmm.